Teen Sports listeners. I'm your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. This whole hour of Santa Barbara Teen Athletes. Woo! And we're talking all athletes. Hello, everybody. Hey, if you haven't, take that bird out of the freezer. Okay, you've got two days. And uh, this is the time, Dr. D. Are you or are you not coming to my house for Thanksgiving? I do not know yet. You see I will, that? There I you go. Have to, I have to check with the wife. So I'm just going to make some ribs on top of the 15-pound turkey that Christine. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be nice. It's going to be good. Yeah. Um, boy, what a what a what a week! It's yeah. uh, it's crowded, it's packed. The stores, oh. it's vibrant, it's crisp. I mean, yeah. I don't have anything else to say. Um, I know it's been a tough year for a lot of you guys out there, but then I know it's been a beautiful year. A lot of my friends have had their first grandchild. Um, lots of good news uh, in the horizon for a lot of people, and I think what we got to all do is just count our blessings and try to unite with people that we we haven't seen in a few years mm-hmm. for for whatever reason. Yeah. And uh, wow, we've got a lot to do. I've got an announcement to my Ed Langlow. Okay, Abe Jahadami's. Uh, put together a duet over at San Marcos High School. So we have two royals, a king and a queen. I'm going to let Ed talk about them. They're going to start today. So let's get right to the recaps. We've got a big show today. All right, first up, Romy Davies, Santa Barbara High School. What's going on? Thank you, Erica, and hello, everyone. This is Romy Davies, Santa Barbara High School senior, reporting back from Santa Barbara, California, with this week's Ask Me Dawn Sports Recap. In cross-country news, the boys team made history on Saturday at the CIF Finals at Mount Sac, qualifying for the state championships for the first time in program history. The boys finished fifth in the Division II team, results to score one of the Division's seven bids. Their coach, Olivia Perdices, mentions that state meet has been a big goal for these guys since we got eliminated at this meet a year ago. They're the first boys team from Santa Barbara High to qualify that I'm aware of, and this is a really huge accomplishment. In other news, the SP girls basketball team lost a non-league basketball game at, to Oak Park on Saturday, 45-32. Dizea Mendoza led the girls in scoring with 22 points, including four of eight from three-point range and a perfect six for six three free throws. She also had five rebounds. Chloe Adams had a team high of seven rebounds and scored four points. And their coach, Andrew Butcher, said the team did a good job defensively and on the defensive boards. In wrestling news, SB's wrestling program had a big weekend as six wrestlers won individual titles at two tournaments. Sofia Slavich and Pepper Marks both won titles at the girls' Titan Scramble at Pacifica High, and of the boys, Jose Espar was named the Upperweight Tournament MVP. He pinned four opponents on a 5-0 day. That's it for this week's SB on recap, and see you next time. Thank you, Romy! Now we got... DP Charger Valeria. That is uh, a descendant. I shouldn't say descendant. A, <laughs> a relative. 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 DNA. Okay, from That's our right. own Anthony Rodriguez. Valeria, what's going on? What's the Chargers doing? Thanks, Erica. And hi, everyone. I'm Valeria Tiburcio Romo with this week's Charger Recap. This week, I only have one sport to update y'all on, and that's cross country. Both boys and girls went to the CIF Southern Section Championship prelims at Mount Sac on Saturday. The boys finished second in the race and fourth in their division, qualifying for finals. The girls placed third in the race and eighth in their division, also qualifying for finals. They will be heading back to Mount Sac this Saturday. And that is it for this week's Charger Recap. I'm Valeria and I'll see y'all next week. 
Sean Walters is up next. Bishop Diego had a great football season to continue. I'm sure they're doing it. They're making it happen. Sean, what's going on over there? Thank you so much, Erica. This is Bishop Diego High School senior Sean Walters signing on once again to give the Bishop Diego High School sports recap. The girls basketball team began their season on Monday and have now played five games already since then. First, the girls obliterated Nordoff 52-17. They then went on to beat San Inez 46-24, Coastal Christian 59-24, East Bakersfield 39-31, but then unfortunately barely came up short in the tournament championship game 44-46, Saturday night to a very talented Santa Maria team. Carla Mayran, Lily Simlon, and freshman Jamie Coronado have led the way for the Cardinals so far this season. I have a feeling it's going to be a great year overall, and the girls are going to find a ton of success on the court. On Friday, though, the varsity football team lost 7-17 in an absolute heartbreaker in the Division III semifinals on the road at Upland High School. Karan Gossett gave it his all, as always, as he scored the only touchdown. Billy Fano was also able to make some incredible plays. The Cardinals just couldn't get it going, though, as the line fell apart and Upland High School just completely took over. It was overall an incredible season for the boys, though, and we couldn't be more grateful for how much success we were able to find as a team. A huge thank you to all the seniors for making it the incredible journey that it was. Until next year. Well, everyone, that's all I've got for your Bishop Sports recap. Please don't forget to tune in once again next week. This is Sean Walters signing off. Thank you, Sean. Next up, Ed. All right, you've been working with a couple of Royals. Talk to me. Thank you, Erica. I'm Ed Langlo, proud alum of San Marcos High School, here with our new co-hosts, Ambrose Partee and Sammy Schaefer. Hello, I'm Sammy Schaefer. I'm a senior at San Marcos High School, and I am a part of the girls' volleyball team. And I'm Ambrose Partee. I'm a senior at San Marcos High School, and I am the captain of the San Marcos wrestling team. Last week was a great week for our Royal athletes. We had some girls and boys basketball games and some cross-country meets. Congrats to boys basketball on the big win against Forgetti last week. 74 to 73. Andre McCullough hit a game-winning free throw with .8 seconds left in a close game, with Micah Jacoby and Wyatt Miller also hitting big baskets down the stretch. Jack Wilson and McCullough helped tighten up the defense to secure the dub at the close match. Congrats to Kiala Haas of the girls cross country team who was honored as Athlete of the Week at last Monday's Athletic Roundtable. Haas led the Royals to a spot in CIF SSD3 Finals as a first finisher in the team's heat race, taking ninth place. And San Marcos girls basketball is also having a great season so far, going 3-1 in their fall league games, including a W over Oaks Christian, the team that ended their season last year. So things are looking good for girls basketball. Coach Sims hyped up Riley Welch and Oceana Bauer, saying the way these girls aren't afraid to go against the bigger and stronger girls on the opposing team shows a lot about their character. Way to go, girls. Great job, guys, and welcome aboard. Up next is Dominique Hackett with another Huga moment right after this.
back, and this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday, 9 a.m. This is Dominique Hackett with Santa Barbara Wellness Center, and this is a hygge moment. Hygge, hygge. This is literally hygge high season because this is the time of year when we get to be warm, comfy, cozy. We're changing the lighting. Maybe we're doing more with candlelight and firelight, and we're in warm, comfortable clothes. So all of these hygge moments where we uh, comfort ourselves helps us recharge charge our energetic ability to adapt to all the challenges of the day. And it's really fun during this holiday season to do things with other people, even if it's something as simple as doing the dishes or jumping in and helping with cooking a meal or something. But really notice how doing things with others makes us feel really good and comfy, cozy inside. And um, in our family, we have... We have a lot of sayings. We have sayings that different members of the family are famous for. And one of them that uh, in our household that we're famous for is saying, this is a home that is a no drama area. No drama. So that means... We actually have zones. (laughs) (laughs) When people come in, it's literally safe space. You can let your hair down and know that, you know, we're going to calm any tensions and stresses and just go for the calm, comfy, cozy that rejuvenates everyone. And my grandfather and my grandmother have famous sayings. My grandfather's saying was, it's a great life if if you don't weaken, and my grandmother's saying was, it's all of life is an opportunity. Nice. And now we have a, a good saying from my mom, which is, fake it till you make it. Yeah, I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> that one is very fitting. <laughs> so talking about family and, you know, the coziness of, of the warmth of uh, enjoying the holiday seasons, I found an interesting story about a young lady who um, her parents had passed away and she was going through some of her family belongings and so forth. And she came upon a diary, a diary of her father's. And uh, at first she was a little hesitant to jump in and read it, you know, because this is people's personal thoughts and so forth. But she really wanted, her dad was a really loving, wonderful man. He was a wonderful dad. He was a wonderful husband. And she just has these really good memories of her parents. So she decided to take the time to go through the diary and kind of read, read about her dad. And he had written this diary when he was in his teens. And she was rather shocked by the, the comments and so forth that he wrote down in the diary. And he ended this diary when he was 18 years old. And in the last entry, which really got me about the story, he had written down... This is the end of this particular diary book. He wrote a short paragraph, and it was hectically scribbled. It was like uh, just, you know, very fast handwriting. He wrote down that he was an alcoholic who had dropped out from college and that he had a criminal record. And in one month, he would be a father. And he made himself a promise that he would set his life straight and that he would become the father to his little daughter that he didn't have. 
And the reason why this story just struck me as a beautiful Huga story is because, well, number one, we hold space for all the different things that our family members go through, which bring them to be the person who they are today. And we just really honor the journey that everyone is through. But we also just, our heart just fills with love and spills with love for the changes that people go through in order to be there for their children and to be there for other people. Mm. That was heavy. That was a good one. <laughs> well, when you think about change, you know, we, we grow up and, and are taught, at least I was taught, people don't change, people don't change. People don't change their stripes. Blah, blah, blah. But that's just not true. Because on a cellular level, your cells change. I mean, in seven years, you pretty much have all new cells because you're making brand new cells every single day. They're not exactly the same. Every time a tide comes in, it's not the same. So to, to I've actually just shifted my whole belief system because that's we, we all hope, we all pray mm-hmm. that things get better. And how could they get better if they're the same? Exactly. You know? So that's just how I always look exactly. at it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I even think about it <clears throat> when I talk to folks about uh, specifically about education. You know, there are those who don't believe in the evolutionary process. Well, then why are you sending your kids to school? Because that's what you're doing is you were hopefully, hopefully, you know, again, not to get into the whole educational system discussion, but hopefully if it's a good school or a good educational process, their minds are doing what? Evolving. Right. They're growing. That's why we go. And, you know, you've heard this phrase before, I'm sure, at least once or twice when you were growing up. Go to the library and read a book and and broaden your horizons. Mm. Why? Mm. Why would you broaden your horizons? Mm. Because it allows you to consider other possibilities, other choices. Anthony in the house. Anthony Rodriguez. This boy knows change. This boy has. uh, I'm sure Anthony has heard similar stories. Yeah. Yeah, What do you say? No, it's it's. It's pretty amazing. I mean, some people, yeah, they think that other people can't change, but that's not true. I mean, it's it just it pretty much depends on the person if that's what they really want. But also, too, sometimes it it helps when you have support to be able to change and give you the opportunity to make that change. Because sometimes we don't feel so many times that I had I never was never given the opportunity to change. Where if I tried it, one mistake, it would just it would it would mess it up, and it's just like. Everybody makes mistakes, but I was always held accountable for every single mistake I made. Mm. And, you know, it made it difficult, but, Mm. um, you know, things can get better. Mm -hmm. I mean, I want to get Namita's take on this. She's not only owner of, uh, uh, we have our own celebrity chef in the house. Mm -hmm. A woman that doesn't know more about the spices than Namita. And then on top of that, she's also a therapist. There you go. (laughs) So, and she loves the stars. So, (laughs) Namita, when you're talking to your, 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 your surroundings, your, and, and with all the work that you've done in this town, you've seen it all, I'm sure. What do you say? Well, you know, I mean, coming back to the fall right now and hearing you saying how it's about collecting and gathering ourselves in family and union, whether it's washing dishes, like Dominique said, um, the fall is an opportunity for all of us to settle in. Even the bears hibernate. Everybody wants to be cozy and warm. For me, you know, approaching Thanksgiving in a couple of days, the day of gratitude, 
the day where we all come together with our prayers of abundance, is shown even in the produce that we get if you look around. Um, as you know, I, I buy most of my produce from John Givens um, since I like to follow the seasonal aspect of the food that Mother Earth brings us. So right now, look at it, pumpkins by the galore. We just came off Halloween, going into Thanksgiving. Pumpkins, you know, they are so grateful by itself. They, they last forever. So even if you harvest them in the fall, you can still use them later on. All these are messages of abundance to remind us that Mother Earth brings us abundance. There should be nobody who goes hungry. Mm -hmm. um, in, in, in conclusion, to tie it all in, it's an opportunity to give, to soothe ourselves through the seasonal produce that are nurturing and warm, like the butternut, the Brussels sprouts, all those mm. yummy full vegetables. Brussels well sprouts is Dr. D's favorite, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. That's not true. I love Brussels sprouts. That's I go to Starbucks and I ask taste, for a Brussels sprout smoothie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Loaded in vitamins. Yes. So anyway, that's my take on, on the fall and the community and the gathering. So we, we gather our food and we gather our family stories during the holiday mm -hmm. season. Definitely. All right, let's take a little break. Erica Salter, we got Anthony Rodriguez right after these messages. Dance for me, dance for me, dance for me. Oh, 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 oh. I never see anybody do the things you do before. They say, move for me, move for me, move for me. And this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Hey, everybody. This is Anthony Rodriguez from the Food Bank of Santa Barbara County. Don't forget, this holiday, please make a difference in somebody else's life. Um, let's make sure our families don't go hungry. Uh, go ahead and donate any type of turkey, ham, chickens. Uh, one thing that we definitely uh, need a lot of is nut butters, canned protein, um, whole grain cereal, dried canned uh, beans, and whole turkeys, like I said, and chickens. Um, we have a lot of families to feed this year, so we definitely need your help. You can drop them off at either warehouse at uh, 4554 Hollister Avenue or 490 West Foster Road in Santa Maria. So we have two locations for you to be dropping off. Again, it's not just Thanksgiving. We've got just, we've got uh, Christmas coming up. Um, holidays aren't over, so let's try our best to uh, fill that food bank. But actually, I have a question, Rita. What, yes. would, what would you suggest for, uh, for people to go ahead and uh, cook this year? Well, you know, I was going to say that it's great that we donate um, all the above that you mentioned. Um, anything helps. But we could always spice up the food to make it more appetizing for everybody. So, you know, donating ginger would be awesome. Not only does it help the immune system, it adds a really nice flavor to the, you know, even the mullins 
the, the Christmas drinks. It's full of inviting spices, cinnamon, cumin, you know, all these spices are also very embraced in the Latino community and, and now more and more being integrated into the Western community. Of course, turmeric has gotten that reputation of being the first to go to for health reasons. Well, why not? Try incorporating some fresh turmeric. Yesterday, I was at the Vallarta market in Santa Maria, and I was amazed at how much great produce there is that supports our health. So, yes, throw in some spice, throw in some flavor brings more happiness. So I don't use uh, fresh turmeric very often. Is it the same that you do with uh, dried turmeric where maybe like you grate it and then you um, fry it a little bit in ghee? How do you recommend people use fresh turmeric? Well, you know, fresh turmeric, we definitely want to peel it because it's been manhandled and God knows where it's been. And um, it's smaller than the ginger root in size and then you just mince it up you can always add it to your cooking doesn't need to be fried up in anything it disintegrates pretty well almost looks like a carrot but smells a little pungent um the the powdered form you use more for uh like if you're doing a masala mix in an indian cuisine in indian cuisine where you're mixing flavors the other is more for health enhancer of freshness. One of my friends, Bianca, does a wonderful job of taking fresh turmeric, ginger, fresh, mince it all up, add lemon juice and honey. She blends it and makes little shots that she leaves for the whole week in her freezer and just does that over the winter. Oh, I like that. That's a great idea. Yes. That's really Little containers. Yep. You just pull them out the night before. Rather than spending $4 on a little turmeric shell, uh, you know, whatever shot that you find out there. Oh, that's great. If I I look back at my childhood, I would say if all the hours I'd actually participated in the kitchen would be over Thanksgiving. And it actually really taught me how to cook. So parents, if you're out there uh, listening to this, I mean, get your teenage, get your elementary school child in the kitchen, uh, make it a family, make it a community. And we, I thank my mother to this day because my mom was a rock star in the kitchen. And um, even the little things that she just had me do, I got to watch her. Yeah. Yeah. Even if she wanted to be all queen of the kitchen, you know, you learning is is seeing. It was like a video. Yeah, so. there there is an art to cooking that's not in the the recipe book. You you watch someone, you watch them uh, smelling it, you watch how the pot boils. Mm. There's so many things that you I, learn. I like to me that she hits the bell. Lorita, don't think I'm not watching you. I got eyes on you. And you do your cooking classes. Demita, are you going to be doing your cooking classes when you get back from Spain? Yes, I believe Corinna and I are planning to offer one to Teen Sports Radio in January. So we'll be outlining that. Wow. That was a nice little segue. Thank you. (laughs) Well, one thing that we have to remember during the holidays, though, is that not our food is not that good for our pets so we have to make sure that we keep a lot of you know certain spices and certain foods away from our pets that's right that's so something true. very special so just keep and that chocolates in mind. Yeah, yeah no chocolates, chocolates for pets yeah yeah yep. 
No chocolates, no pets. We've got it. Listen, we've got a lot of show going on. Let's take a break. This is Erica, the Queen of Team. We'll be back with more after these messages. Well, now together we will stand every boy, girl, woman, and a man. Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday, 9 a.m. Hey, this is Dr. Jean with drgenetherapy.com. And I want to introduce Brianna Pettit, who's the founder of Blind Fitness. Brianna is a Santa Barbara native, a yoga instructor, and a certified orientation and mobility instructor. Blind Fitness creates recreational opportunities that are more accessible and convenient for the blind and visually impaired. Brianna brings a holistic and healing approach to training and adventure with every client. She's widely recognized for shaping some of the most adventurous and confident blind and visually impaired travelers with her unique combination of fitness, nature, and aquatic work. She also helped pioneer the Braille Institute's first ever virtual move-a-thon in 2020 to promote physical fitness among visually impaired community during the COVID-19 pandemic. When she's not working with her students, you can find her and her son taking adventures in their sprinter van and surfing the California coast. So welcome, Brianna. So happy to have you on here. Thank you. So good to be here. Nice. Well, can you tell us a little bit about your program and kind of how you develop blind fitness? Yeah. Um, so Blind Fitness is a Santa Barbara-based 501c3 nonprofit, and we just had our first year uh, birthday in September, so we're brand new. Um, it came from my passion of orientation mobility, helping people that are visually impaired learn how to navigate their environments. So that's a, a master's in special ed that not many people know about. So I combined that uh, work that I do with my love of the outdoors and fitness and being from Santa Barbara, um, just loving this amazing place that we live with all the, you know, beautiful, the oceans, the mountains, it's such a playground. So being able to um, make that available to people with vision loss has been just a very fulfilling thing. So Blind Fitness um, is just all about that, bringing people with vision loss together out in the community um enjoying nature uh we do different kinds of running events every month down at east beach Um, we get volunteers from the community to learn how to be guides so we'll pair them up with an athlete and they'll either walk or run um it's super fun so anyone listening whoever wants to get involved please reach out we have a website uh, blindfitness.org and um we're also involved with parasurfers so Team USA has their own parasurfing team with um, athletes from all around the country that have different physical impairments. And I work with the blind athletes 
and we have a um, surf competition coming up uh, December 4th through 11th in Pismo Beach. It's a really amazing event if anyone's around to come check that out. And I'll be working with the blind surfers. Uh, last year, I got to go out and be one of the guides out in the water. It was really fun. Um, so, yeah, and then just, you know, con connecting with as many organizations in Santa Barbara that I can to partner. We all, a lot of us have a similar mission. Um, so I'm working with Hearts Therapeutic to create some more opportunities in horseback riding, um, the Santa Barbara Sailing Center, and uh, I want to do some things with the Outrigger uh, canoe community. So uh, the possibilities are endless and it's really exciting. We're just brand new though. So we're really looking to build our programs and um, we're working on finding fundraising events, putting those together. Uh, donations are huge right now. So anyone who feels inclined to donate, that would be very helpful um, to build staff and program development. Are you looking and, for, uh, yeah. Brianna, are you looking for volunteers? We have surfers yeah. in the house. Not uh, don't look at me. Not necessarily. Okay, but we got Dr. Amy over here. Okay, I don't know yeah. if you know all you, all you surfers, anyone who really enjoys the outdoors, whether you consider yourself athletic or not. We have people of all abilities and all ages. Um, so you know, we have people in their 80s that come out and walk, and that we, that's great. We need people that can walk slow, run, uh, hike, surf skate horseback ride you know stand up paddle any and everything um if you reach out to us and we have a volunteer form on our website where then you can select all the different activities that you're com comfortable doing oh we have an adaptive yoga program as well that we uh just started with santa barbara yoga center and the cottage rehabilitation center and that's for people with um different mobility impairments so that's really exciting um, we have some online yoga classes as well for people with vision loss. So, um, yeah, it's uh, a work in progress, but it's been, yeah, a great, a great year. And we're looking to build and have more volunteers. Uh, the more we can get, the better, because, you know, one athlete, let's just say, wants to go for a run maybe once a week, maybe twice a week. Who knows? But it can't just be one person they're relying on to do that. So if they have, you know, multiple guides that they can call on to get them outside and help maybe with transportation and bring them to the trailhead. Um, nice. Sarah, Sarah wants to throw in, I know Sarah's look bodybuilder. I don't know if anybody out there uh, that's ha, is a, a sight impaired would like to learn about bodybuilding there. They, we've got one right in the house. Oh, that would actually, be awesome. Thank you um, for acknowledging that. Um, I actually had a question about, um, the nature connection piece um, using what, what kind of like sensorial uh, awareness activities or, um, you know, just practices that you might do with them to deepen their experience of the natural environment with their other senses. Yeah, that would be a great thing to build as a program. Um, in the past, I have taken people to the Royal Honda Reserve and we worked with their docents there that knew a lot more than I do about those kind of things. Um, but yeah, getting engaged with the plants, smelling them, touching them, um, learning about the history, all of that. I would love to build a program like that. So anyone listening, please reach out. Another awesome. thing, I was, I'll, I'll be in connection with you on that. Nice. See, this is what we do at Team Sports Radio. We connect. Now, I was yeah. thinking about tandem bicycle riding. Yeah. That would be totally. fun. 
We yeah. have a tandem bike in San Diego that we need to get to Santa Barbara. So anyone listening, please let me know if you have a way of getting that bike to us. But I do want to build um, a tandem bike program. We're going to partner with another organization in Los Angeles next summer, hopefully to bring tandem bikes to Santa Barbara and create a clinic for youth. Yeah. Um, and I do want to say also, San Marcos High School, Go Royals, uh, is where I went and I was on the track in cross-country teams there. Um, I would love to create a running program where athletes can come and train on the track and also get some of these high schoolers involved as um, guides and get their community service hours. So we have a couple Dos Pueblos um, students currently coming to our monthly beach walks and they've been running with our athletes. So it's been really great to watch that. Well, Abe Jehotomy, anything like that, that's right in his wheelhouse, probably the longest standing AD we have in the county. And he's, he is truly a Royal. I mean, this guy, he's amazing. I just, I mean, since day one, we go back from the, since the eighties, him and I, and he's just, he's just a Westmont graduate, of course, you know, what can I say? He's just (laughs) it. Um, Yeah, I definitely recognize that name when I was at uh, San Marcos. So that's great. He's still around. Oh, yeah, definitely not going anywhere. Uh, we, what we'd like to do for you, Brianna, we'd like to offer you some free advertising. This is what Team Sports Radio does since 2010. We have like 88 minutes a week that we like to um, offer out to the community to help you grow. Okay, because if you oh, grow, this is a good give back. So um, during break, we got to take a break right now, but we'd love to have you come back and tell us any new programs that you're layering Um for myself personally, I've been helping out um, my partner, Dominique. Um, one of her kids was having surgery, so I, I helped. She has, as you know, the Theosophical Books for the Blind, so she reads. And I started reading a book to uh, to a woman, and I am telling you, she's like so appreciative of me, but I am so appreciative of her because until you get into the trenches with somebody and I'm reading this book, this Western book that's got all this slang in it and I've got this cracked (laughs) thing that I'm trying to like piece together these words. And um, I mean, first of all, I'm learning about the wild West in the 1800s. I would have never read this book. Okay. And second, I mean, I have just got this amazing profound it would have never happened and i i i really tell anybody if you're laying around all week and you're really not giving back i'm telling you the reward that you will get is tenfold so whether it's with brianna's group or um helping the homeless or you know boxing up groceries for somebody working at the food bank there's so many things that we could do in santa barbara to participate and it is the holiday season a couple of you know i don't know it's just it's it's so rewarding but um thank you for what you're doing yes i want to say um if anyone's looking for a rewarding experience thanksgiving morning um blind fitness is going to be bringing a bunch of their athletes to the Thanksgiving four miler run out in Goleta put on by Santa Barbara running association. Uh, it'll be, we'll meet at the Magnolia shopping center and we'll have our athletes out there running, walking and partnering with the volunteers. So it'd be a fun event to check out. Nice. Okay. I want to give you some contact information for Dr. D. We're going to take a break. Thank you, Brianna. We'll be back with more after these messages.
and this is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Welcome back, folks, to Teen Sports Radio. I'm Sierra Boatwright, the founder of Santa Barbara Ecotherapy, and I'm also a competitive bodybuilder pursuing a certification in applied sports psychology. So I'm coming to you today from that side of my therapeutic experience. I want to offer a couple of tips for our athletes to help them make it through this holiday season where our systems are usually disrupted by family gatherings and by food-oriented activities that can be really challenging for especially competitive athletes who have a, a very disciplined lifestyle and a very strong mindset about the goals that they're trying to reach. This time of year can be really challenging for a lot of us. Um, so I want to start with just reminding you that your self-care is always okay. Like it is absolutely normal for you as a teenager and especially as an athlete to prioritize your self-care, even in the midst of these beautiful, wonderful family uh, traditions and gatherings. So with that said, a couple of things to just keep in mind is one, definitely prioritize your sleep. I know when we go on break, it's very tempting to stay out late, to you know have all that extra social time, which we need and is good. But remember that sleep deprivation is a form of torture. <laughs> and so if you do that to yourself, you may end up with impacts in your daily life that you didn't anticipate. Things like, you know, feeling um, less determined or focused about your food goals, feeling uh, sluggish and tired and unwilling to do your workout that you might have planned for yourself that day. So please prioritize your sleep, take good care of yourself. If you're gonna go out with friends, you know, maybe buffer the next day or a couple of days later to just beef up your sleep regimen. Um, prioritizing your meals. So we can pretty much anticipate when like the big meals are going to happen. You know, the Thanksgiving trip to fan crash is going to happen. But around that plan to give yourself the good nutrition and the, and the um, discipline around your eating that you typically do. This is going to help with that kind of overwhelming feeling that comes on the other side of Thanksgiving of like, oh, I've just, you know, ruined my plan or, you know, my, my weight is up or whatever and body dysmorphia starts to set in. Um, just get back on track. Be on track up until your meal. Have your wonderful family meal with all your favorite foods. Try not to overstuff yourself because that'll make you uncomfortable. But then just get back by, right back on track. It's, it's a celebration. It's a, it's a thing that we do and we can go back to our disciplines and we can get back on track and that will help with self-esteem. That will help with just feeling like you still have some anchor in the midst of a time that is uh, pretty unstructured. Mm. And then the last thing I want to say is even if you're traveling, you can, you can knock out a workout wherever you are. If you don't have access to a gym, if that's the type of thing that you do, use your knowledge of your body of your sport and organize yourself some body weight exercises, some cardio, free cardio outdoors. If it's not in a snowy location, or if you like being in the weather, uh, get yourself out there, but just do something each day that helps you feel grounded in your body the way you do in your normal day-to-day -day life. Nice. These three things, the sleep, the food regimens while allowing yourself to celebrate and getting yourself some degree of a workout each day or on whatever schedule you normally do it will just help you feel like you're not going completely off track. And when it's time to get back in with your teams or with your coaches or whatever, you're not going to feel like you've been out in like another universe and you have to like do all of this organization to bring yourself back to reality. Right. 
Sierra, I want to bring in others um, in the room here. We got a we've got a whole auditorium here. Don Sanders, talk to me. The whole food, the whole that you're you're the nature boy in the house. Yeah, I think it's it's wonderful to get outside. We uh, are fortunate enough to have had some rain this month, and uh, that is bringing all kinds of uh, wonderful new visual visuals to the hills, isn't it? With the greenery and and all that, so. Yeah. And it's very grounding because as somebody else mentioned, there's a tendency to get kind of spun out sometimes during the holiday season. So getting out and getting some fresh air and uh, breathe in that greenery, so to speak, you know, I think that's that's a that's great medicine for the holidays. Yeah, one of the things that we see a lot with competitive athletes, just from the impact that um, we put on our bodies is a lot of inflammation inflammation whether that's internal inflammation from our food or external inflammation from our impact uh, but i was recently listening to an audiobook called peak performance and in there he talks about um nature as like time in nature as an, an anti-inflammatory so uh going out there even if you just go out there to do some gentle stretching or a walk or even higher impact activities there is uh some data to support the idea that there is anti-inflammatory uh, uh benefits to athletes who spend time in nature sweet hey We've got a couple of minutes left, and we've got Dr. Amy in the house. <laughs> she was meditating. Now she's not meditating. Okay, she's back. So I don't. We're going to close out the show. We got thanks. You know, we got a lot of things going on. Holidays coming up, and everything. You want to share something? You said you wanted to bring up something. I will make an announcement. What do you want to do? Um. Well, I will make an announcement, and then if I have time, I will bring up something related to the announcement. So I'm super, super happy to announce that I have been appointed to serve on the U.S. Soccer Federation's Task Force for Participant Safety. And the U.S. Soccer Federation is the first organization who has had extensive abuse documented within their organization and then actually chosen to um, simply do their best to make sure it never happens again. So our first meeting is tomorrow and it's an awesome team. Part of what inspired me to agree to participate is that they actually chose one of the primary victims to head the task force. And she is a um, trained, she went to law school. So she's a victim, she's a lawyer. And I actually think that U.S. soccer means business and they want to address this. And that brings me to um, I wanted to pick up on Dominique's Huga story from two weeks ago. Um, Dominique, you know, I love you. I know it. You know, I love the wisdom that you offer. And I think the story was really it was about a teacher holding someone underwater till they discovered their passion for breathing. And then the teacher was trying to inspire the person to have that same, you know, intensity when they're pursuing their other passions. And I did question you at the time, but I, even as a abuse prevention expert, don't feel that I was forceful enough in saying that is um, holding someone underwater 
you know, threatening that to harm them or harming them physically is abusive coaching. And um, it is not inspirational. And so um, much as I love your hoogas, um, I think there are better ways for us to find our passion. There you go, Socrates, old school. What can you say? Thousands of years, maybe not, not relative today. That's all I could say. Hey, we got to take uh, a week off. We're out. We're out. Mm-hmm. We're out. Mm-hmm. God bless everybody. Take that, ch- take that bird out of the freezer. Come on. God bless. See you next week. You're the best. Oh, God.